Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The More Money Show. Today we have with us Polly Rojas. I'm so excited to talk to you. Welcome, Polly. Hello, Cassie. I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh, I'm so excited. Of course, I'm Cassie Parks, your host of The More Money Show. And today we are catching up with Polly. It's been about three months, 91 days since the last interview, which uh, means you've been in the Enchanted Circle over the last six months. So I want to start, well, first, always, tell me something awesome. Um, what's awesome is that I don't know what I'm doing from one day to the next, and I'm not worried about it. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I love not, I'm not having to put an alarm on my phone and just waking up whenever I feel like it and being really happy to lay in bed if I have to or go up and do stuff if I have to. So that's a really nice feeling. That is an awesome feeling. I love it. What do you think is the biggest shift over the last 90 days? Oh, man, I think it's. I feel a huge shift. One is um, I feel very much like I don't know anything and I'm so excited about it versus yes. I want to know everything and be excited. So I think I feel like I've completely, completely let go of the reins and allowed, I'm allowing so much more and trusting more than anything that, that things always are wonderful no matter what. Ah, I love that. So when you say like, I don't know anything, what you really mean is I don't know how it's going to happen, right? Right, right, right. I don't know what is going to happen or how it's going to happen, but I'm going to be deeply fulfilled and, and really happy. And I mean, all the good feelings are going to come to me versus me um, visualizing and finding that feeling. I feel that they're finding me. Yes. And that's so different, right? You're not out there seeking that feeling like it's finding you. Everything is finding you. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. So last interview, we had talked about how, you know, when you came to me, like you had this whole list that you were doing and I really said to stop doing a lot of the manifesting things, right? Mm -hmm. And then I felt like as you grew, then there became this whole other level of, it, it's the same thing, but it's different. And this happens with everyone. Then instead of this manifesting list, it was this big project that you were like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. This is going to make it all happen. Uh-huh. This is going to create it. Talk about it in your own words. How did you feel about that project? Okay. So what happened was I was making um, a really great income coaching for this one company and then company didn't have the funds to keep every all the you know um, consultants happy or not happy but employed and so they were like hey we love you but we have we can't use you right now let's talk about it like next year which was my biggest fear was oh my god I have this structure and I'm doing something and I'm making money and and I'm not a starving actress anymore but then that happened and instead of being really upset and, and sad about it I was relieved and happy and like this was the universe saying, okay, now it's time to really do you, be you, mm-hmm. be everything you can be. So when that happened, uh, instead of completely jumping into the beingness, I was like, all right, next big project, I'm going to produce this $100,000 short film with stars in Europe, and I'm going to establish myself, and I'm going to get into every single uh, film festival, and people are going to see me, and I'm going to be a star, and this is, this is, is going to be my show vehicle to establish myself and be on top of the world. And then 
I told you cats and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold your horses. How about you just see what happens? Like, don't do anything. I'm like, no, which is of course the worst thing. Like the last thing I want to hear is don't do anything. Right. Because then I'd like, when I do something, it feels like I'm doing something versus being something which I haven't experienced as fully. Mm-hmm. So I, I was going, I planned a trip to travel with my boyfriend and I put it on hold. I listened to you and I just, something happened where I allowed myself to just be mm-hmm. in the moment and still live like my future self, which meant mm-hmm. to me traveling and paying for dinners for people I love and saying yes to adventures and not having to worry if, you know, oh no, there's no income anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from, it came from me, my brain saying, all right, now let's reach out and like writing the email to, re- to reach out and then not sending it. That was a big mm-hmm. step for me. Yeah. And then getting these big ideas and doing like almost acting the whole thing out and then stopping right before the execution of it and then letting it go. I don't know. It was like a lot of taking action, but not going all the way mm-hmm. and stopping right before actually sending the email or making the phone call or things like that. So uh, that's where I'm now is I'm still just not doing anything and, and enjoying, enjoying my dog, enjoying a glass of wine and still going out with friends. I don't know. It, it feels like I'm just trusting more, even though nothing quite physical has happened yet. Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> and that's new, right? Oh, yeah. 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 I feel like that's amazing. So what you're saying for listeners, um, and this is what happens to us, you know, we, we go through these things and they're this really big deal. And then all of a sudden when you get through them, it's like, oh yeah, that's what happened. Right. (laughs) So I want to break this up a little bit for people is, you know, you came because you, you know, your job had, you know, was paused or whatever your income, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, I got to go make this happen. Right. And I'm Mm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I've already found the writers. I've already done all this stuff. I've already done all these things. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, pause. And you're like, okay. And I got you to give me like 30 days, which yes. then you went on a trip and you experienced mm-hmm. some of that beingness, which was awesome. And you came back and you're like, oh, it's been 30 days. I think I should do it again. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And it was kind of the same conversation, like, um, and a little bit of coaching on like, mm-hmm. does, you know, how does your role show up as an actor and, and what happens in some of that? And another suggestion, okay, let's just wait 30 more days and make sure we're scripting and we're tapped into our future self. And then let's mm-hmm. get inspiration. Right. And you said, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like you said, okay. It was like, but every week for a couple of weeks, which is normal. You came and you're like, <laughs> are you sure? I don't think yeah. this is what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm still feeling this way. And you're like, yes, I'm sure. I'm like, okay. Okay. All right. And so you kind of, you learned how to pause and you stepped into more of the beingness because you couldn't be in action, which mm-hmm. is what that was giving you was that tool to be in action and not be still and not figure out how to be the being. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since so what you mentioned about the emails is that now you've developed your own sort of, when I feel like I should reach out to someone and I start my instinct says, oh no, this isn't inspired and you don't even finish. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. you, you now can catch yourself trying to make it happen instead of mm-hmm. allowing it to happen. 
Exactly. And I still have no idea how anything is going to unfold or how I'm going to get what I desire, but I'm not worried about it at all. Well, okay, no, that's, that's a lie. I am worried, but like not as much. Before I would say I was consumed with worry and now it's more excitement of, of the way it's going to unfold is going to be magical and I'm sure of it. I don't know how, but it's going to be wonderful. Uh, how does it feel to have that certainty and that excitement instead of worry? It's been incredible because my, I, I can see it with the people that I love when they call me, when they, when I talk with my, my boyfriend or my mom or my sister, my brother, you know, I, they love talking to me and I was the problem child. (laughs) I was the one that was having like panic attacks and, and I would cry so easily because I had no belief in myself. And now they're calling me to help them feel better. And I love being able to say, hey, it's, it's all going to work out. It always has. And I love being a rock when I used to be um, just a project, like a family project. Yes. So, mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And what I will say is... Um, that was something I, we, we hadn't talked about that prior to the interview, but that was something that, that, that phrase, that rock mm-hmm. is something that came out of your scripting. And so now that you're saying that and you're experiencing mm-hmm. that, and it wasn't something that you set like this big intention, like um, I'm just explaining this for the listeners, like, oh, I have to be this person. It was mm-hmm. a reflection of who you had become in your future self, right? Mm-hmm. And so now that you're using those words, that's huge evidence that all the other stuff is going to follow. Oh man, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. And I just love, go ahead. Oh, I just, I don't know why I want to say this now, but I love not having to explain anything. Yes. Like I love not having to justify anything other than when I'm acting in a role and I have to justify that intentions then, but that's exciting. But I love not having to defend, explain, or worry about anything when, when any, about anything. And I think I'm saying that because I used to be the person that was constantly looking ahead towards what I would have to explain or defend. And now I'm like, ah, I don't have to do that at all ever. Yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. define that a little bit more because somebody's going to resonate with what you're saying. It's going to change someone's life. Like used to look, look ahead to what you were going to have to explain. So I went to a housewarming party with um, people that I've worked with before and they were like, so what are you doing now? And I hate that. I mean, I think a lot of actors, if a lot of actors are listening to this, they're going to be like, yeah, I hate when people are like, oh, have I seen you in anything? Or what are you doing now? Because I, you know, I get the feeling that I have to say, oh, now I'm working with Steven Spielberg. Or now, you know, I'm doing this. Otherwise, your worth is on the line. Mm-hmm. And now what I, I, I can just say, I'm happy to be exploring life and getting stories that I want, you know, finding out different projects that I want to work on, meeting different people. Like I, I don't have to defend myself for not being where I thought I would be by now. And that's really, really great. Or if I'm, you know, now people are like, so what do you do every day? I'm like, I don't have to say anything. I can just say, I I get to spend more time with my dog. I get to read a lot. I get to watch classic films. I get to study everything and anything I want to now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. And so your future self, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's yeah. really what we've worked on is like, what does your future self do mm-hmm. in her space between right. 
between what she's doing mm-hmm. and exactly that. And so for <laughs> anyone who's listening, like that's the beingness, right? Mm-hmm. Right now you're being your future self. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, I know. How does it feel to not have to explain, to not feel like you have to prepare for that? Oh man, I feel like I will look young for the next 20, 30 years. You know, I feel like <laughs> yeah. you know, my vanity is speaking now, but I think that, you know, it feels nice because I feel like when I do respond this way, I feel like people resonate with that and they feel like they can do the same. So I do feel like it is a bit of a service to be not have to explain or defend because that means I don't have, I don't need you to explain or defend anything because I accept you for whatever you are and where you are. And I think we get into a deeper connection that way. Yes. And I'm hearing your future self come out in that experience all over the place too. Yeah. I remember like from your interview, like Mm -hmm. that's part of who your future self is, is really Mm -hmm. this permission, no matter where she is in her life or her status or any of that, but this permission for other people to be around her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, I mean, how, what, you know, I I think about like, oh, what I want people to say about me. I want them to say, oh, I feel so good around her. I feel like I can be myself around her. I feel like she sees the best in me. I I would, yeah. Cause I love, I love people and I love their story. So I love it. And so when you've sort of just been in this, like, I'm going to see what happens, mm-hmm. uh, have you landed any roles as anything just fell in your lap? Yeah. And it's funny because it happened before I knew that there was a pause in my contract, but I landed a show that my, an old acting teacher of mine said, Hey, there's a one woman show that's coming. And I think you would be great. And I had no, I, I knew about it, but I had no desire. I was like, Oh, okay. If I'm, you know, if I'm in town, let's see what happens. And I wasn't in town, but they're like, oh, you know, we'll wait for you. I'm like, okay, well, you might wait a long time because I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to, if I can do it, you know? And then, um, I finally, they kept emailing me, like they kept pursuing me. It felt, and that feels great too, as an actor. I mean, total future self as well. Just totally, I'm gonna yeah. all of these things, right? Okay. okay good. <laughs> Please do. I need to hear this. <laughs> and, uh, and so finally, I was like, fine, I'll put myself on tape. And I, I really loved the premise of it. And so that, you know, that was really great, um, falling in love with the actual piece first. And mm-hmm. so I put myself on tape. I sent the tape. And, uh, oh, they, the writer and director were like, you know, there's a ton of people that are auditioning in person in New York. So um, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, oh, you know what? Why don't you see them first? And if you don't pick someone, then I'll put myself on tape. Like, and then they were like, yeah, we didn't find anyone. Can you please put yourself on tape? I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, but not, not being a diva, just more like, you know, if it's, yeah. it's going to go to the person that it's meant to come to. Right. And so then I put myself on tape. And then the next day she's like, when, as soon as you get pe- back to New York, please come and see us. And so I did. I went to, to the callback. And it was an, uh, just the, one of the most magical experiences of my life because I was so unattached to the project, but yeah, I, I did very much love the project. Mm-hmm. And I knew I loved it because I thought whoever gets it, it deserves to have it. Yeah. So, and then they took me out to, right after the audition, they took me to lunch and they were like, we're offering you the part. Can you, can you please do it? I was like, oh, <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> this is lovely. Instead of me being like, why didn't I get that one line on Blue Bloods, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, this is, and it's a one woman show. So it's, 90 minutes of me performing 
an incredible story about Mozart's sister, who was a child prodigy as well. And uh, it's her story. And it's such a current topic about holding women back when, like, why did we only have one Mozart when we could have had two Mozarts, two geniuses in the world? Yeah. Like, why are we holding the world back from such incredible talent and genius? So it's, it's a really, and I get to do it. Yes. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And how does it feel to have that space in your schedule to really give that part your all? I feel like the clouds parted and we're like, don't distract her with anything else. Let her focus on this. <laughs> it feels like I'm, uh, it feels so, so right. It fits so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that because <laughs> it didn't quite feel like that when it was like your contract's ending, this is going to happen. No, right? no, no. And I was dreading that for a, like, I, in my head, I'm like, God, I'm so lucky to still be working here. I hope, mm-hmm. let's see how lo- much longer I'll last. And I lasted like a year longer than I thought I would. Um, so I'm, ha- it, it was just perfect timing too. Mm-hmm. And also how the feedback that I'm getting from the company and the CEO is like, we're going to have you back as soon as we can. And we all love you. So it's, it was a, a, a sweet departure. Yeah. And my, what I I'm thinking is going to happen is when I they do ask me to come back. I won't be able to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'd be happy to do some like guest coaching or something when I can. Yeah. But it'll be a bigger event. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I keep pointing out evidence and partly I think that is because, I mean, I'm all about evidence, but also Mm -hmm. you have been, um, you took kind of a challenge a couple of weeks ago. Um, I challenged someone else in the Enchanted Circle to just like look for all the evidence. Oh my God, that was the best thing you could have asked us to do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So talk about it. What's happened since? How does it make you feel? Oh, you know, it's funny because I didn't even know that I needed to look at evidence. I was like, that's not me, that's somebody else. But then as soon as it was brought up, I'm like, oh no, this sounds incredible. And I'm so happy that you did that because it's like, oh, and also there was another another gal on the call that said, you know, look at, if you see a bird, it's evidence for what you want. If mm-hmm. you see someone, you know, jumping over a you know, a puddle, that's evidence, you know, see, mm-hmm. everything is evidence. And so lately, I, it's like, I, it's just everywhere. And I forget that I'm looking for evidence and it's there. So, and, and I know it's always been there. Even you asked me um, to share when I have an audition. Mm-hmm. And normally I think I keep it secretive because I think, oh, if I don't get it, it's going to be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. That, that was my thing, you know, but you're like, no, let's bring it up. So there's this, powerful abundant energy going into it Mm -hmm. and and then let's go from there so I've been sharing that I have auditions and they're cool auditions you know for Broadway and um and I just and it's like and if if I don't get it you said well maybe I don't want to be with someone that's not going to see all that I am so why why care about put so much into something that I didn't get when they just didn't see me and from that came this like aha moment of I don't have to get every single part that comes to me. I don't have to do the waitress and the, you know, the, the prostitute with the heart of gold and all, or like the, the single mom or the damsel. I don't have to do all of this. I just need one part at a time that is iconic to me, that speaks to me. And that's all I have to focus on. It's not being able to do everything, just being able to, to be me in the one part that's coming one part at a time if that makes any sense. 
so brilliantly said. Oh, um, thank <laughs> you. So of course I have follow-ups because yeah. A, I want to know like how freeing was that? Oh, it's so great because when I go into an audition room, then I don't freak out. I'm like, oh, that girl's so beautiful. That oh my god, I saw her on TV, or oh my god, this this is I'm I'm this is like the the director that once did Game of Thrones. You know, it's more like it's going to work out. And if they don't see me, they don't. It doesn't mean that I'm not worth it. It just means that this is going to take me to the next place. I have to be. Yeah, it's all working out. So. I love, it's so freeing believing it and, and giving it that meaning versus mm -hmm. whatever else I was thinking in the past. Yeah. yeah. How much do you think it's made you a better actor? Oh, I think it's made all the difference because now I'm really focused on what I have to be focused on, which isn't my neurosis. <laughs> it's not <laughs> my, my, my problems. It's mm -hmm. what, what does this mean in the greater tapestry of things? Why am I doing this part? Not because I want people to see me <laughs> and say, oh, good job, Polly. But it's because this part is actually saying something about us as people and a culture and a world. And that's awesome. It is awesome. And again, yeah. I will say that is your future self. Like that's straight out of mm. workshop, like words that you used from your mm -hmm. future self, like how I heard her speak. So it's even more mm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, always. I yeah. love it. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the biggest difference since you joined the Enchanted Circle? What I'm saying to you right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the words that are coming out of my mouth. Um, I think it is really thriving in the unknown. Mm -hmm. And... And knowing that the unknown is my friend versus mm. where the, the like source of anxiety is. It's more like it's the source of all possibilities. And that's, I think I can go deeper with that. Um, and just like surrender to that. Yes. I mm. love that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> So anyone who's sort of caught up, like maybe, you know, six months ago, Polly, or anyone mm -hmm. else sort of mm -hmm. caught up in that, that source of anxiety, like what's mm -hmm. the best advice that you would give them? Oh, I, I once read that anxiety means you're living in the future and depression means you're living in the past. And I've had both too, yeah. like severely. Yeah. And so I think that a not no self-judgment when anxiety happens because of course it's it's bound to happen as humans i for me i think well everything has always worked out even the bad stuff mm -hmm. has worked itself out and i'm and uh and just making friends with the unknown i think is the best thing that i'm practicing right now is that uh. the unknown is it's not where the where anything can go wrong it's where anything can go right so I think I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I have to still practice that every day. And it's reminding myself, you know, everything's working out. I have an incredible life because I've, that's what I've created. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So making, making friends and just, yeah, coming back to, I've done, you know, being a person that's had a lot of anxiety, there's all these exercises, right? Like look at your hand and like count the lines on your hand, like come back to the present. And like, and those are, are I think rooted in just, right being in the beingness yes so yeah and coming back to the now yeah and the light of possibilities and the light of possibilities yeah, yeah. the unknown is the light of possibilities 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so, um, one kind of last, maybe the last question, um, mm-hmm. how has, because you really, there was a, sh- right. Like you sort of, I could, I can see the shift in you scripting to do the action mm-hmm. and now you scripting in the beingness. And so mm. A, I would love to know how that feels and B, what impact do you think that's had on your life and where you are and this amazing stuff that we're talking about, about like being in the possibility? Um, well, I, a lot of, a lot of your feedback, like I'm in my room and there's my Oscar you know? <laughs> and, you're like, and you're like, all right, can you remove like any trophies? I'm like, sure. I'm in my room and there's a picture of me winning my Oscar. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay, like it's better, but like remove any of the awards, any of like it's this acty schmacty thing. And I'm like, crap, but that's why I'm doing this. Right? <laughs> um, and then, I mean, the big, the big revelation I had was, I think it was last, one of the times I was scripting, I think it was last week or this week, about me having fresh gardenias in the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I've never thought about that. But of course yeah. I would have fresh gardenias because I can have fresh gardenias or someone sends me fresh flowers every week. Right. I get some kind of, somehow I always have like fresh natural beauty surrounding me yes. versus like a bunch of metal accolades, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think that, that, that was the biggest thing. And um, going downstairs to my wonderful kitchen and smelling coffee I think actually I'm having a a, an aha moment right now but smells like what kind of smells would my future self be surrounded with and they're all natural beautiful aromatic like deliciousness (laughs) yes oh my gosh this conversation is so good because um it's so true and what I didn't um, real put together until you just said it side by side is that Mm -hmm. yes when we removed the trophies you could Mm -hmm smell the gardenias you could see mm-hmm. them. you could see everything else that's in that life and now you're like oh and there's <laughs> smells in that life right yes. and so we're gonna like oh my gosh now I'm so excited to read <laughs> because you're gonna be so much more there and in the mm-hmm. beingness instead of it being like you said I love that you even said about the trophies because that's so not even something I would expect to come out of your mouth I would say. <laughs> um so that's growth that I'm seeing right here on this interview because I oh, that's always sort of you're right has been the thing like this is what means I made it but mm-hmm. I love that you are bridging that because this is where the magic really is mm-hmm. is can remove that stuff that we think gets us to that life mm-hmm. we can start seeing the gardenias and we can smell mm-hmm. the coffee and we can be mm-hmm. in that moment of how truly amazing that life is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think it's going into all my senses more, not just what I see. Yes. Like the, the beautiful, like rustic bathtub that I always write about, like, mm-hmm. cause I'm so wealthy. I can have a custom made rustic bath, you know, but it's, it's more like the, the sensory, um, yeah, the smell, the touch, the feel yeah. of it. Yeah. Do you think moving into sort of the more, because I would call that even being more present in your scripting, being able to mm-hmm. see like when the gardenias pop up, like that's mm-hmm. stuff I talk, it's like you're going to see stuff that you didn't know is there, right? Yeah. Um, do you think that's supported being more present in your life? Yes, I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I also, I think I've, I've just have, I have so much me time, me by yes. myself that I love when I get to be with people because 
I know I'm going to come back to have a lot of me time. So I have a lot more to give when I'm with people. Yes. I'm so much more present to myself. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. And that's such an important <laughs> lesson for your future self to learn, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which you wouldn't have learned had you gone mm-hmm. off on that big project and right. going 90 miles an hour to make that happen. Right, 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 right. No, but really enjoying my own company is a big shift because I was working all these hours surround, constantly surrounded by clients or yeah. friends or my boyfriend. And now my boyfriend's traveling a lot. I'm just by myself and I love it. <laughs> I really love it. Yay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview today. I'm so excited to catch up with you next time. Me too. Because, Me too. oh my gosh, <laughs> so much has happened and, and I love it. You and I were talking before the call, like mm-hmm. inner, I can energetically see and hear the shift in you and it's so much fun. Oh, thank you. And thank you for pointing it out because my future me knows that this is, this is right. This is, really cool, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I love it. Well, I'm excited to catch up next time. If anybody wants to connect with you, if they see you and they're like, I need her in my show or whatever, where do they go? Oh gosh, that's a great question. Well, I'll give you my email, uh, which is my name, Polly, P-A-U-L-I-E, and then T-R-A, PollyTra at gmail.com. Love it. Awesome. Thank you for being with us. Thank you everybody for listening and we'll catch up with Polly in her next interview. Thank you for joining us on the More Money Show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.